Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about pricing your books. Okay, if you're in my tribe and you're a traditionally published author, then this podcast might not necessarily pertain to you at the moment. However, if you're going to take control over your author career and indie publish, then this one is definitely one that you want to save for future reference. And all of my self-published authors out there, I don't know if you've struggled with this like I have, but I'm going to be straight up with y'all. This whole pricing (laughs) uh, component of the business I struggled with that just like I struggled with promoting myself and speaking I'm an author first (laughs) and it's crazy we're a business we have to get over this but we have to do it intentionally with research behind us so I want to talk with you about the strategies that I employed when I made my final decisions about my book and it matters It really matters. First, I did a webinar on marketing strategies from a best-selling author. And, you know, some of the tips that they talked about was pricing your book. And, you know, you've got to consider all of these certain, you know, aspects of your publishing uh, components. Okay, this person just ran into my lane. Now, that was super scary. Okay, going about your way, dude. Okay, sorry. You guys know I'm author podcasting in the car on the on the drive home and it is crazy out here on the big roads in Raleigh. Okay, so so here we go. Let me get back before this almost accident. So here, you know, here you are trying to decide what your pricing is going to be. And For me, I always went low. I recognize what a problem this is now. Um, One, I want this as an author career and as a business. I felt like, well, if I go very low, then that will help with my sales. Well, it doesn't really, no. Um, When I go in comparison to other authors, then I'm showing consistency and I'm staying within my brand with my pricing across the board, then that's going to help with my business. And I've got a lot of costs that have to go into this work, and I cannot shortchange myself. You know, those days are over. Um, I've told you guys before, I've had a problem with this, and I've went through different pricing um, options. The thing about KDP is that when you self-publish, you can go in and you can edit your pricing. And you can do it today, and then you can make your decisions. Well, I've changed my mind. I'm going to do a different price tomorrow, and then you can change it. You also have the option of doing a gradual price increase. Um, you can go in and decide, well, if for my pre-orders, it might be a little lower. Then for when my book comes out, it's going to be higher. Or you can give a gift with your pre-orders like a lot of people are doing. I'm seeing that. I'm researching pre-orders, by the way. And so the pre-orders is really what stemmed me to go in and research how to price my YA series. So here I am. I'm about to publish the Hartwell Chronicles Teenage Exorcist. That means 
that I'm going to be publishing it through Monarch Author Services. And I'm going to have my own ISBN. I'm going to be placing it on Ingram Spark. I'm having to purchase the Ingram Spark upload, the ISBNs, the formatting. I'm going to be buying InDesign from Adobe. I'm going to teach myself how to do all of my formatting. Um, I'm going to um, possibly look for an editor. I'm buying the Pro Writing Aid. I'm getting Grammarly. You know, I'm looking at the, the ads that I'm going to have to do. And I'm thinking, wow, this is a lot. What am I doing? Like shortchanging myself and not receiving proper due. Well, how do you know what proper due is? And I'm going to tell you what strategy I employed. Sweet Potato Jones is my traditionally published work that is going to be produced in 2020. And so I know that that's going to be publishing next year. I looked at every single author in my publishing company and I tracked what their Amazon paperback prices were. After I looked at all of them, I did an average. Then I cross-referenced it to other self-published authors. And so I was seeing a range. I was getting from my publishing company $10.99 to $15. When I was looking at other indie authors, I was getting $7.99 to $15 plus some change to $17 for paperbacks. And I understood why some of those best-selling authors were doing that because I've been learning about marketing strategies and what goes into book publishing. I know that you've got to market up in order to make a profit. Okay, somebody else without a signal. Okay, guys. Oh, welcome to the Jim Lowry <laughs> racetrack. <laughs> oh, Woo. okay, Lord, get me home safe. Okay, so back to what I was talking about. So I created this sheet where I went through and I wrote down everything. And then I calculated what was kind of a range. And then I went with the midpoint. Okay, I think that looking at that and going with the average, I'm still in the ballpark of the market price. You can employ that strategy as well. If you write fantasy, then go online, look at all of the different fantasy books, see what their pricing is. Now, I'm going to tell you, I have a Kindle, um, an Amazon tool. It's an Amazon extension, and it shows me what the word count is of people's books, what their rankings are, and it's at the very top of the screen. So when I'm looking, I'm also looking at word count because what I found is that nonfiction books, the prices vary so much, but I understand why because there's some very short, um, quick reads that are on Amazon from nonfiction um, authors. And because they're so small, their word count is small, so their pricing to print is a lot different than what my pricing to print is. And I, my journal devotionals are a different size. I want them to be like a notebook. So, you know, I'm having to look at printing cost for my work. Then I went in and I did a calculator. So you can go online and you can look up the Kindle calculators. You can look up the different types of platforms that you're going to be putting on to see what your royalty payments are going to be. And my royalties went from $2 a book 
to like $5 a book that I would be receiving as profit. And I'm like, okay, for two and three years ago, before I had all of my expenses that I have now, I would say, okay, I could, I could manage that and, and be okay with it. But there's a doctorate degree in front of my name now, which means there's a doctorate degree on those books. And that comes with financial aid. (laughs) That comes with other bills. And after time goes on, if you look at the market and the books, you know, are increasing in certain areas, you want to stay up with that trend as well. So I would say every year, go back in and look to see what paperbacks are. Because I had a misunderstanding of paperback pricing. One, I didn't consider all of the things now that I have to consider because I'm publishing my own paperback YA. But I just didn't consider what were other YA books selling for. So now that I know that Sweet Potato Jones is going on the shelf, I had to look at what my publishing company was pricing books at. Because that means if Sweet Potato comes out and she's $14 for paperback, but I put the Hartwell Chronicles out myself and I'm charging $7.99, then I don't think that that shows consistency. I think that that shows that it's a little off. So I understand that the publishing costs for me are going to increase because I'm doing my own work here and I'm going to be doing... um, you know, I'm going to be purchasing programs and, and all kinds of, you know, extras. So that means that I'm publishing, just kind of what publishing house does, and they have to consider their overhead cost as well. And so that's why their books are 13 and 14 and $15 for paperbacks. And I'm like, if my book is going to be on the shelf beside these books then it needs to at least kind of price match it a little bit. And, I'm, you know, I chose $13.99 for the Hartwell Chronicles, and that's what my pre-order sales are. Now, I'm telling you, that can change. And I know that. I know that next year, 2020, when Sweet Potato Jones comes out, and if Sweet Potato Jones is $12 or $11, $10, whatever Sweet Potato Jones is going to be, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back in... And I'm going to price cut my book. If Sweet Potato Jones is more than $13.99, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to increase the price to do an exact match of what Sweet Potato Jones is. So, for right now, $13.99 is what I've chosen because of all of the research that I've done. And guys, I'm telling you, the only way... I believe, this is just my personal opinion, so I can be completely wrong. The only way that I was going to feel good about my pricing decisions was if I looked at the market and if I did all of the work. And so I spent tons of time researching this by pulling up different books, all of the books from the publishing company, different books that are YA horror And I was seeing what were they doing? What were they pricing? And I know that some of the bigger publishing companies, you know, they may be able to do a lot better on their pricing because of their bulk um, printing and all of that. But I'm having to use the print-on-demand service, which is going to be the go-in-between. And so if I'm using that in-between, I've got to consider that as well. 
What is it going to cost for all of that work? So I would suggest that you start thinking of a list of questions that you need to start asking yourself when you are going to determine your price. And like I told you, word count and pages, they're all different. So you need to find comparison work. So if, so for example, my book now, as of last night, the 58,000 now is turned into 60,000 because I had to write two brand new scenes in last night. And yes, I'm very thankful that the Holy Spirit caught me in the middle of a church service and shook me up and said, you forgot a whole section. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you, Lord. And I went in and I corrected it um, last night. So I'm now at 60,000 words because I added two scenes last night. But I'm not going to compare that to a 120,000 word book because their printing is a lot more extensive. So you really need to be looking at word count when you're doing that and I think that that's important. You also need to consider how much does it cost for the ISBN number for and you can divide that by however many you're paying, you add that. You can also for upfront cost for uploading it onto the platforms like Ingram Spark, you have to pay every time you upload it. Um, if you're buying any stock photos, then you have to add that price in there. If you're buying the cover, if you're not designing the cover on your own and you have a fabulous cover designer like I do, and I cannot wait for you to meet her. She's going to be on the show soon, I hope. I sent her an email today because um, I really want her on the show so she can talk to you guys about covers and what she can do. Um, but if you get a cover, here we go. You got to pay for that. Then you've got to pay for editing. You've got to pay for typesetting and formatting. You know, you've got to look at marketing and ads. And yes, you need to consider all of that. And I didn't before. I just said, well, it's my time. You know, I didn't even calculate the time that I put into it as, oh, I'm the author. I'm writing this thing. <laughs> no, I was just thinking, okay. So, you know, I purchased Grammarly. I've got that. And, you know, you have to think about any kind of writing tools that you're using. But most importantly, you've got to compare yourself with other authors that are already out there and keep yourself in that range. And everything just adds up. It adds up. I know when today, when an author told me that she spent $8,000 on her first book, I went, oh my gosh, what in the world? I was like, I would really like to see that, <laughs> that spreadsheet. But I'm doing all of this on a budget, guys. Like, truly. Um, you know, the InDesign program is $20 a month. I can't tell you how much Grammarly is a month. I forgot. I pay the yearly subscription. And I'm about to get Pro Writing Aid, if you listen to the other one. That's 60 a year um, to help me with my editing phases of my books. Um, but you've got cover costs. You've got... Um, uploads you've got so much that you've got to consider when you're self-publishing and then the value of your work it's funny how i leave that last and so when i'm looking at the 1399 now for the hartwell chronicles i'm very satisfied with that i feel very confident and before i didn't 
And so what was the difference? Of course, praying about it and making sure um, that the Holy Spirit is leading me to the right websites, listening to the right mentors and advice, and um, hooking me in with other indie authors. They've been emailing me. But it's also about doing the research. And I think once that I solidified the range in my mind, I was able to work within that range confidently and it created a space for me to stamp the price of my books on Amazon. So all of my devotionals are going to be $12.99 and that's just because that was the nonfiction world that I was doing the ranges with. So those are for my paperback books. My ebooks are still $4.99. I didn't touch the ebooks. Um, now, I did go in with the Hartwell Chronicles. I did $13.99. And you have to add North Carolina sales tax and you have to add shipping if you're going to order it directly from a, you know, the seller. And people have to understand that if you're making signed copies, then they're going to have to pay for that extra cost. And I'm going to have to take a book up that is similar in the word count, a 60,000 word book, and I can easily research that. I think um, one of the Harry Potter books is 78,000 words. I think that was the uh, Chamber of Secrets. Do not quote me on that. But I'm going to find a book that I have in the house that's a little um, lighter than Harry Potter that I'm going to research. I'm going to Google online what is the word count. And then I'm going to take it up to the post office and I'm going to get an accurate flat rate shipping fee um, as close as I can until I get my actual advanced reader copies in the mail and then as soon as I get those I'm going to go and get those weighed and measured again and I'm going to um, put those up on the U.S. Uh, Postal Service um, guidelines and add that. So always take that into consideration when you guys are um, trying to sell things on your own too and U.S. shipping, the domestic shipping price is completely different than international shipping. So if you are going to go that route and you're setting your pricing and your own shipping, then you make this, make sure that you are setting it up in a way that is going to reflect um, international shipping costs are going to be more. And so keep that into consideration as well. Well, all right, guys. I hope that this pricing talk has given you something to do. So let's say you've got a lazy day and you don't know how to spend it and you need to work on your pricing. Remember what I said. Create a sheet. Price everything. You can hit average. Or you can just keep looking at image after image and see if they're what their range is with dipped with traditional publishing companies and indie publishers and I think that that's important because if you're going to get in Barnes and Noble so here I am I'm getting ready to branch out and I'm going to be getting into bookstores Sweet Potato Jones is going to be in a bookstore too so the Hartwell Chronicles need you know to be comparative to her so Victoria is not out there walking around at seven dollars, and Sweet Potato through a traditional publishing is is walking around at thirteen. So do you see that? That was my biggest jump for what I did. Um, is just looking at my publishing company, and looking at what my return will be um, for um, my author sales.
So this is the way to build our careers. And author pricing is something we cannot ignore. And it's something that we can't take lightly. But we also have to stand behind the price. Making sure that we're providing high quality material. High quality work. And that's why, you know, I say I'm going to rebrand all of my devotionals. Um, I'm going to have my cover designer to help me with the covers. You know, I'm going to keep advancing my work. And I'm going to challenge you guys to do the same. So right now, if you've got an indie book and, and it's out there and you are not comfortable with the price, here are the steps that I took that gave me that confidence because I just never felt good about the devotionals. I never felt like I was doing it right. Well, after my market research, I'm pretty sure I'm very comparable and close to what's already out there circulating in Lifeway bookstores because I've already looked at those sites as well on Amazon, at Barnes & Noble. And so cross-reference everything. If you, if you know there's a particular indie bookstore that you want to be in, let's say you've got a local bookstore and you're like, man, I really want them to carry my work. Well, you need to go there one Saturday and go shopping, pulling them off the sides, looking at the prices, seeing what these paperbacks are going for in your genre. Look at where your name would go. I look at everybody around your name like I do when I take pictures of Lois Lowry and then the space that would have Jen Lowry right beside it because that's just what I do. I've been doing that for a very long time. That's my motivation. Um, I do it in libraries too. So, so just research. I challenge you and you'll feel so much better about it. And then you can stand firmly behind your decisions. And then if people ask you, then you say, well, I have to include, you know, sales tax. It's a part of the business. My taxes are all getting trouble. Oh, yeah. And I have to include shipping because I'm going to be shipping it out if somebody's getting a signed copy or if they're going, you know, on my website and they're ordering it directly from my website. And so those pre-orders had to take that into account. And... If you feel like, you know, you, you have one day and you set your pricing and you just say, no, no, Gina, it's just not right. Guess what? With KDP, you can easily go on and you can edit your price and you can fix it. And that's what I've done. I have fixed all my prices to reflect the current market of paperbacks with non-fiction with the Bible devotionals. So my Everyday Mom Challenges, uh, the whole series is $12.99 a piece. Because that's what's out there in the nonfiction. Some of them are fifteen to twenty dollars, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. But the range was from ten to fifteen. That that was pretty average. But there was some that was up twenty to twenty-two dollars for devotional journals, and I'm like, no, I can't. But twelve ninety-nine, I can, and I'm sticking with that for right now until the market changes and I continue to do research and. Um, I get more advice from authors or, you know, as I learn, I can always grow and improve. But right now, I'm challenging you. Set your books. Price them for a profit. And build your author business. 